Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief keeps you informed about what's happening in Annapolis, Anne Arundel County, and Maryland. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and, of course, local weather. Your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now. Good morning. It's Wednesday, October 6th, 2021. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Yeah, it is hump day, and I can almost taste the weekend. But before we get to that weekend, we need to get to the news. So, shall we? All right, yesterday we had a media call with the county executive, and I learned some things. First, he proposed and the council approved extending outdoor dining in the county until January of 2023. I did confirm that that was it, 2023, not 2022. We checked with the city of Annapolis and Mitchell Stevenson, who is the spokesperson, said that no, Annapolis will suspend outdoor dining on November 1st of this year. The county executive also said he was looking into ways of supplementing the pay for the school bus drivers because he feels that they are underpaid and suggested that he would be using school and county money to increase the pay of the employees of the contracted bus companies. And I did confirm that the contractors were indeed paid in full for the time during COVID when they were not working. Pittman wants a plan from Anne Arundel County Public Schools on exactly how to solve the problem and give the drivers what he called hope. Honestly, this doesn't look like it's going to end anytime soon. And he also went to the Board of Education meeting yesterday and they refused to allow him to speak. So I guess there's a little bit of bad blood going on there. And on that bus situation, currently 21 routes are not in service today, but that will be updated shortly. AACPS.org slash buses is where you need to go to verify. It is official after a recount in the Ward 4 primary for the city of Annapolis. Incumbent Alderwoman Sheila Finlayson has won by five votes. Absent a write-in candidate, and I might point out that Tony Strong Pratt did write herself in last time and nearly won. Finlayson will be seated at the next council as there were no Republican challengers for that seat. Remember, Election Day is November 2nd, and we will have podcast interviews with the candidates in about a week or so. Lily Price from the Capitol reported on a criminal case that leaves my head shaking. An Annapolis cop was caught closing a bunch of rape cases without investigating them. They did an internal investigation and then charged him criminally for misconduct in office. Well, yesterday, Judge Mark Crooks tossed the case out. Why? Well, apparently the police and the state's attorney violated the defendant's Fifth Amendment. The charged police officer admitted that he had computer problems and closed a case in the internal investigation. Now, oddly enough, in an internal investigation, apparently any admission is inadmissible in criminal court. I guess we should be glad it was not a murder. And then they ultimately used it against him. Another twist, the internal investigator left that internal position and was moved to a criminal position and was the same one that charged him. APD also searched a hard drive without consent, violating his Fourth Amendment rights. The judge said that he had no choice. And in yet another odd twist, when the incidents came to life, Chief Jackson came out and said it was a result of a top-to-bottom department-wide audit that he had ordered. But the guy who actually discovered the issues testified that it wasn't really an audit at all, but he was moving a filing cabinet to make room in the office for another desk. There's a lot of things in this story that make you go, hmm. 
And to make matters worse, my meeting with the chief has been postponed yet again by the chief. We are supposed to sit down and discuss if they are really releasing the information on all of the crime that has been happening in Annapolis. He has an email on his desk right now, so the waiting continues. I've hyped up Leadership Anne Arundel a lot, and for good reason. I did the flagship program last year, but they also have a program called Neighborhood Leadership Academy. It is a no-cost, six-month program for grassroots leaders in the community, maybe in the church, maybe in the community, maybe in your school. Maybe there's a college kid who's particularly inspirational, pretty much anyone that's looking to make a difference in Anne Arundel County. They're taking names for the next class that does start in January, and it will run through June. You want to check it out at leadershipaa.org slash NLA. Again, leadershipaa.org slash NLA. The deadline to file is December 15th. I would highly recommend it. It's a great program. And as we wrap up, just a bit of a programming note. I am switching around the local business spotlights. Up this Saturday will be a new local company called Aerovanti. And then next weekend will be Rehab to Perform, followed by Mission Escape Rooms. Remember, you want to send me the names of companies that you feel should be spotlighted and we'll get in touch with them. And one more programming note. I am taking a short break from the DNB for a couple of days starting on Monday. So we will have a surprise guest host lined up. So when you hear a different voice, it's all good. All right, that's it for the news. But first, a quick thank you to our four sponsors for today's daily news brief, Solar Energy Services, the Christy Neidhart team of Northrop Realty, a long and foster company, Rehab to Perform, and MacMedics. A quick reminder to please leave us a rating or a review if you have a chance and you're someplace where you can do that. We'd really appreciate it. So now hang tight. We have George Young from DCMDVA Weather standing by with your locally forecast weather report. And since you never know when you might need an attorney, we've got Scott McMullen from Scott McMullen Law here today with some of his periodic legal ruminations for you. All of that coming up in just a few seconds. Are you an active adult or competitive athlete dealing with an injury keeping you from being at your best? Then Rehab to Perform is here to get you back to your full potential. R2P is a unique fitness-focused physical therapy company with four locations in Maryland. More like a training room and a personal training studio than a medical facility. R2P offers physical therapy for lower back pain, overuse injuries, post-surgery, muscle pulls, chronic pain, and more. R2P also offers rehabilitation for concussions and mild traumatic brain injuries. To learn more, visit Rehab to Perform Another moving moment from Christy Neidhart of the Christy Neidhart team from Northrop Realty, a long and foster company. I've always loved being a realtor because to me, it's more than a job. It's something that gives me an incredible sense of helping others. And this year in particular, when so many people we've helped had to move rather than wanted to move, it gave me an even greater sense of purpose. Whatever the reason for someone's move, from a career relocation to simply needing to downsize, it has truly been super rewarding and a privilege to be able to assist our clients through all the steps of their journeys. Though it hasn't always been easy, we've learned new ways of navigating the home buying and selling process. So whether you need to say goodbye to your current home or are looking for a new house to start the next chapter of your life in, the Christy Neidhart team is here to work with you and for you, because truly, we are all in this together. That's another moving moment from Christy Neidhart. To get in touch, call 410-295-6579 or visit kn-team.com. That's kn-team.com. When you live near Annapolis, you know how fickle the weather can be. So you need a truly local forecast that's accurate and reliable. Forecast right here in Annapolis. 
DCMDVA weather is not just for today, but for the rest of the week and the weekend, too. Now, here's George Young of DCMDVA weather with the weather outlook for today and beyond. Hey everyone, this is George with DCMDVA Weather, and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Wednesday, October 6th. Much like last week was a fairly predictable deal in advance for the Annapolis region, with tons of sunshine and nice temps each day, this week is proving to be a bit of the opposite with unstable conditions each day, bringing clouds and a chance of rain. Look for highs today through Sunday to be in the 70s each day with an ongoing nuisance-style threat of rain on a daily basis, with each day likely bringing a bit of showers and storms, but no washout conditions with a definite chance that a shower or storm could pop up anywhere across the region at just about any given time. So be prepared with an umbrella just in case. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of D.C. MDVA Weather. Make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter each day along with our app at D.C. MDVA Weather from the Apple or Google App Stores so you can always stay weather-informed. Hello, energy consumers. This is Rick Peters, president of Solar Energy Services, with your Clean Energy Minute. Does your home experience power outages? Or maybe you're concerned about energy resilience in general. If so, that's another great reason to consider clean, quiet, solar-powered energy with battery backup. You may have heard residential solar adoption has rapidly increased during the pandemic for multiple reasons, and many homeowners, like yourself, are adding battery backup and electric vehicle charging to their solar projects. And with Maryland's Residential Energy Storage Income Tax Credit, along with the federal tax credit for batteries when paired with solar, the economics are quite compelling, and that secure feeling is even better. So whether you're looking for clean energy, energy resilience, or overall peace of mind with solar energy, we can help. To schedule a free solar design, call us today at 410-923-6090 or on the web at solarsaves.net. But hurry, sunshine's a-wasting. Sunshine, sunshine. Nothing else can make me feel so fine. You never know when you might need an attorney. It could be when the lights light up on the police car behind you. Or maybe you have a million-dollar idea and need to incorporate. From wills and trusts to car wrecks and arrests, Scott McMullen with the Annapolis-based Scott McMullen Law, LLC, is here to offer some insight for you with today's legal brief. This is Scott McMullen, and this is your legal brief. Seven juveniles charged in Annapolis High stabbing. One was charged with attempted second-degree murder. On September 29, 2021, at approximately 8.45 a.m., two school resource officers were walking the hallways of Annapolis High School when they observed a fight. As the officers quickly approached the fight, a teacher yelled that one party had a knife. The armed suspect was safely disarmed and taken into custody. Officers then learned that two juvenile students had been cut, stabbed. Those juveniles were transported to area hospitals with serious but non-life-threatening injuries. As a result of the injuries, seven juveniles have been charged with the possibility of additional suspects as the investigation continues. As we said, one juvenile was charged with attempted second-degree murder, and there's been charges of first-degree assault, reckless endangerment, second-degree assault, disrupting school activities deadly uh, with a deadly weapon um, on school property, and concealing a deadly weapon. And there's been trespassing charges, afraid charges, disorderly conduct charges, uh, second-degree assault charges as well filed amongst these seven juveniles. And I wanted to talk a little bit about those charges, at, at starting with attempted second-degree murder. Uh, this means that the state is alleging that 
one juvenile here in the Annapolis High incident intended to kill somebody, but obviously were not successful. That's the attempt part. Uh, this attempt to kill was not thought through in advance or the state would have charged uh, first-degree murder because for first-degree murder, it has to be premeditated. So the person um, they're alleging attended to kill um, but was obviously not successful. Therefore, the attempt uh, did, attempted second-degree murder, but they didn't think, of, uh, think it through in advance. First-degree assault, you generally see anytime there's a knife, you generally see first-degree assault charges. You see when there's a knife, strangulation, or some sort of deadly weapon is used, you get a first-degree assault charge, uh, the felony charge. The second-degree assault charge, which some of these juveniles were charged with, is the misdemeanor assault. They probably weren't, didn't have a knife on them or weren't seen with a knife, and they did not use deadly force, but maybe they're pushing, shoving, or threatening uh, somebody. Uh, the affray is common law. It's, a, it's very common for <clears throat> school fights. Uh, disorderly conduct is very common for school fights here, uh, common charge, and obviously the, the concealing a weapon, very common for these types of things. But obviously the top charge, the attempted secondary murder in our, our school hallways is extremely horrifying, frankly. And that's sort of, it's it's a tricky balance, but that's uh, the, the whole process. The juvenile court's uh, purpose is to address the causes of this misconduct um, while protecting our community um, and, and try to balancing the, the children being, you know, the minor juveniles being minor juveniles, but also how serious of, of crimes uh, they're being alleged and, and the, the potential conduct that's, that's coming out of this is really uh, concerning, obviously. Juveniles should be referred to the juvenile court system, which has, um, which is addresses the causes of the alleged misconduct while protecting the community. In, uh, in the juvenile system, you are found delinquent not guilty it's uh it's just a different terminology and usually in juveniles there's there's more emphasis on rehabilitation uh treatment and getting people um back on their feet because obviously they're juveniles they're not adults and their minds are not full fully formed uh but there still is detention there still is um punishment to be had uh juveniles they have a right to a uh, lawyer and obviously you can expunge your juvenile record as well and, and so you can move forward. The main uptick is that your child should be safe and vigilant while they're out in society. So they're not committing crimes and they're watching for crimes just as if they were an adult. They do get a little bit break, a bit of a break as a juvenile, but not completely. So be careful and be diligent. This brief is sponsored by Scott McMullen Law LLC at 104 Cathedral Street in Annapolis, Maryland. If you have legal questions, call 443-494-9775. Information and is not intended as advice. You should contact an attorney to help you uh, with your situation. We invite you to contact Scott McMullen Law LLC. Please do not send confidential information until such a time as the attorney-client relationship has been established. Thank you for listening to the Scott McMullen Law Legal Brief. Have you ever had to wait to get an appointment at the Apple Store? Skip the wait and the line at the mall by visiting MacMedics in Severna Park or Lanham, where appointments are not necessary. MacMedics is an Apple-authorized premium service provider. MacMedics services all Apple devices, including broken iPhone screens and batteries, and all without an appointment. Most iPhone repairs are complete the same day and usually within a few hours. MacMedics is also an Apple-authorized reseller and sell Apple products at the same price as the Apple Store. Visit MacMedics in Severna Park or Lanham for Apple-authorized sales and service and shop local. Don't wait for help. Call MacMedics at 410-757-MAX. 
which is 410-757-6227. 410-757-6227. Or visit them online at macmedics.com. You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues, this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis and Anne Arundel County. And don't forget about our website, IonAnnapolis.net, where you can find even more information. And make sure you follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at IonAnnapolis. This Daily News Brief podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 6 a.m.